Welcome to the Money Making House Life Show, the podcast for women who want to have it all and are willing to do the work required to go get it. I'm your host, Jaleesa Smith, and in this podcast, I share lessons and insights from my journey, managing my roles as a wife and mom, pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams to let you know that you could do it too. Listen, it's definitely not easy, but we got this, ladies. Now let's get into the show. Hey, y'all. So this episode is going to sound a little bit different because it is taken from a YouTube video that I did. You can go to my YouTube channel, Jaleesa Smith, to watch the video on the biggest mistakes that I made with my YouTube. And I thought it was really appropriate to bring on to the podcast or to share with y'all here on the podcast because it's it was very self-reflective and I was very like real with myself and just raw. And I think what I've learned is that we need to be real with ourselves about why we have the results we want or don't have the results we want. We need to actually be real with ourselves about what we've done or didn't do that, you know, cost us and and what it cost us. And especially looking back and it's like, yeah, people say don't look back, but you know, when you look back just to see how far you've come, I don't think looking back is a bad thing. I'm not looking back at my YouTube journey and being like, oh my God, should have, could have, would have. No, I'm way past that. I've grown a lot and I just wanted to share with you. So I believe you'll definitely enjoy this episode. It's a little bit shorter, but I definitely had to, um, to share with y'all because it's important. Just, just the self-reflection alone. Okay. And I hope I can inspire y'all to be real with yourselves about, you know, whatever it is that you're looking to achieve and accomplish too. And, um, Ooh, I should note that this episode is brought to you by the content to profit accelerator. Okay. The content to profit accelerator is my brand new, freshly minted, hot off of the press, all of my intellectual property from being on YouTube over the these past, what, like nine years, building a seven-figure business with my husband. I took all that, all of my coaching, mentoring, everything, and I put it into this program, and I'm raving about it because it's so dope. And what it's going to teach you to do is going to teach you how to package your expertise, how to package your knowledge and, the, and your skills and turn it into a high ticket program that you're able to market and sell using YouTube. And I even teach you how to repurpose that, um, how to repurpose your content across YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. So it's a bomb ass program. I'm so proud of it. That's not going to be my normal spiel for it, but you know, we just going off the cuff right now and I had to share it with you. So you can go to jaleesacoaches.com. The link will definitely be in the description box because your girl has been working. Okay. Your girl's been working. I'm so proud of this. I'm going to talk more about this in future episodes, but I just to sh- just to share the process of creating this with y'all and like I I have a l- listen I have the sniffles for the third time in like the past two weeks I listen I don't never get sick okay I've been working so hard like night and day so to put this together for y'all and I know it's gonna help you I know it's gonna help you to build your brand and my whole goal like my whole goal with what I do is to help you create a purposeful and profitable personal brand so that you, you, yes, you lady. Okay. You ambitious woman, woman who wants more can create a life that fulfills you 
a life that brings you freedom and work that is flexible. So I want you, I want all women to have freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment in their life and their work because we deserve that. We absolutely need that for all of the hats that we wear. And I think it's really the only way to live right now. And now is as the best opportunity in history to be able to do this and create this for ourselves. So anyway, this program, the content to profit accelerator is going to help you do that. JaleesaCoaches.com. Now let's get into the episode. Hey y'all, what's up? So today we're going to talk about the top five mistakes that I made with my YouTube channel that negatively affected my growth, the growth of my channel and of my brand. And I'm telling you these mistakes so you can learn from me and you don't have to make the same mistakes because you know what they say a wise person learns the mistakes of others rather than making their own mistakes i made the mistakes so you don't have to i've learned so much from the mistakes that i've made and also from learning from other people from other experts joining coaching programs mentorships all that kind of stuff when it comes to youtube right let me just tell you these mistakes because i don't want you to fall prey to them and you may be falling prey to some of them right now like you might be making these mistakes right now so we're just gonna we're just gonna cut that we're just gonna stop it right now because we need to do better okay so mistake number one is a lack of consistency i did a lot of starting and stopping back in the day so i started my channel back in 2012 right i was talking all about health and fitness the whole point was to help people live a healthier life and simplify it for them so that they would know like so that they could actually do it right so that was my whole mission back then right but I wasn't super consistent. One, I didn't have a plan. You know, I didn't really know where I was going with the channel. I just wanted to get started. And that did help me to like not overthink things and get things started. But at some point, you gotta have a plan. You gotta schedule your videos. You gotta schedule your filming days. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta maybe batch a few videos so that if you do have an off week, an off month, you know, whatever, and you don't get to record that day, you can still stay on track with your videos. I didn't do that, okay? There was a lot of starting and stopping in my past YouTube career, okay? And I, I mean, that really just killed my momentum because there were a, a lot of times, I had really good momentum on my channel. I was getting regular viewers, like, you know, building my channel up and everything and, and getting my name out there, but I just didn't have a plan. And so when things would happen in my personal life or in my work life, because I was really, I really didn't like my job at the time. Like I was really stressed out over my job and it really kind of killed my energy. And when, you know, a creative, when your energy is just down, you're just not going to want to do many things that are creative, right? I just know that I didn't capitalize off of the momentum that I had on my channel when I had it. And I could, my channel could be so much bigger by now. Like I could have so many more, you know, subscribers, uh, so many more opportunities and things like that. But I did not... I, I didn't take advantage of that attention when I had it. So now I'm like revamping my channel, starting it back up and really being consistent and like going all in and I'm doing all the right things, but I'm still kind of fighting like an uphill battle when it comes to my channel because I'm, I'm, I'm building that momentum back up. So I definitely realized that it's going to be some time before I, you know, can get those views again and before I can really build the momentum up and all that kind of stuff. But I'm in it for the long run. So I'm not really too concerned with like what's happening on my channel, on my videos immediately right now. What I am doing that I didn't do before. And that is also the mistake number two is not ever looking at my analytics. <sighs> Don't do this y'all. <laughs> When I tell you I never looked at my analytics, I never really paid attention to my analytics outside of the vanity, you know, the, the vanity metrics, like the views, the subscribers. 
I didn't look anything else. Now, right now, of course, YouTube has a whole lot more analytics and metrics available for us to look and really see what's working and what's not working with our videos. But back then, they at least had click-through rate, they had watch time, they had, I didn't do any of that, okay? All I did was look at the amount of views, look at the comments, look at the subscribers. I wasn't looking at my videos to see like, okay, which video is performing best? Which video should I, what type of video should I do more of, you know? I wasn't looking at any of that. I wasn't really looking at watch time. I wasn't too concerned. It just, it's so much missed opportunity from not looking at my analytics, okay? So I'm telling you right now, look at those analytics, okay? Those analytics will tell you what exactly is working with your channel, with your videos, with each individual video too, what's not working, what is working. Now I look at my analytics all of the time and I'm just like, why didn't you do this before? The thing with analytics is that even when you're a small channel and you are a smaller creator or you're just getting started, they're going to help you stay on track because it's going to help you to really see exactly what the numbers are saying. Like, look, what is working, what's not working, what you need to do more of and what you shouldn't do and what you should do less of, right? And looking at your analytics is going to help you as a smaller creator because you're not going to be so concerned and get caught up in the views and the subscribers and the comments and all of that because all of those things will come with you doing more of the right thing with your videos and with your channel overall. But you're only gonna know what the right thing to do is if you analyze your analytics. Review your analytics regularly. Don't say I didn't tell you. Learn from my mistakes, okay? Because listen, there were so many times when I remember doubting myself, being very discouraged in myself and in my work and my videos when I feel like I wasn't progressing fast enough or I wasn't I wasn't um, getting the kind of views that I thought I should be getting and I was comparing myself to larger channels in my niche, but like it was just the wrong thing to look at. Like looking at, you know, when we're on YouTube and we're looking at nothing but the views and the comments, it's the same thing as if you're trying, you're on a weight loss journey and you're only looking at your weight. You're not seeing the inches coming off. You're not seeing or noticing the fact that you actually are sticking to a, a health and fitness plan, that you're actually sticking to your meal plan. You're not even noticing the fact that you actually have more energy now. You can wake up and you can choose to have caffeine or not. You're negating all of the other areas of your life that you are making progress in because you're so focused on the weight only. You're focused on the wrong thing. That is not the only indicator of your success. Your views, the amount of likes that you get, all that kind of stuff is just vanity metrics, all right? Now, you need to peel back, you need to look under the hood of your videos, go open your analytics and pay attention to things like average view duration. So based on your video, based on whatever video that you just posted, you're gonna be able to see how much of that video people are actually watching. Look at your click-through rate. Look at the percentage of that. Look at how that is changing from video to video. Then you can tell, you can be able to see what thumbnails are working better for people, like what titles are, are clickable. You know, what's a clickable thumbnail for your channel? What's a clickable title for your channel? Also, of course, be paying attention to your watch time because how are you even gonna know how you're improving and how people are really watching your videos if you're not even looking at the watch time, okay? It's so easy to look at other people's channels and see how many views they're getting and see how many comments and how many likes and how many subscribers they have. But you don't get to see the stuff that really matters, like their click-through rate, like their average view duration, like their watch time. You don't get to see that kind of stuff because that's those are metrics that are only available for them. 
And the same goes with you and your channel. So just remember that you need to pay attention to the metrics that really matter for the long-term success of your channel and not focus solely on the views and the comments and the likes and things like that because they're great. But listen, those things are going to come. I guarantee you, if you just keep going and you stay consistent and you do more of the right things. This is why reviewing your analytics on a regular basis keeps you consistent. For one, it lets you know what's working and what's not working, like I've already been saying. But two, it also kind of makes it kind of a game because from video to video, you can see like, okay, let me see if my click-through rate's better. Let me see if my click-through, if this thumbnail got a better click-through rate or if this title did a better click-through rate or let me see if my viewers are really feeling this type of video compared to my last video. It makes it more of a game. And a lot of times, I know for me, when I was just focused on the subscribers and the views and the likes, I was not having as much fun with YouTube as I could have been having because I was putting myself down and I was feeling discouraged because I wasn't getting the same amount of views that I saw other people in my niche getting. So I'm just saying, review your analytics. Which brings me to the next mistake on my list and that was comparing myself to bigger channels with people who might have been the same niche as me, but they lived different lifestyles than me. Some of them were full time, so they had the time, the creativity, the resources, all that kind of stuff. Like some of them were friends with YouTubers, so they just had their own little groups where they can discuss ideas and everything. And I'm over here side hustling, you know, had a, my main job that I really didn't like, had another job that I did that I that I that I did like on the side, was coaching and doing all these other things on the side. And <clears throat> what was the point? What was the point? What was the point of me comparing myself to them when it just it didn't do anything good for me, okay? It did nothing but make me feel bad about what I was doing and it it didn't let me see how great the information that I was putting out was. When they say comparison is the thief of joy, they never lie, all right? When I was so busy getting caught up, comparing myself to other creators, it didn't make me feel good about myself and it did not help with my creativity. It didn't help me grow my channel, okay? If anything, it, it deterred me from wanting to put out my, from my videos because I was like, oh, my video was not as good as this person. It's not gonna get the same amount of likes that this person got. It's not gonna get the views that this person got or, oh my gosh, look at their amazing, cinematography and cinematic edits and things like that. Like it just, look, they just got another another brand deal or another sponsorship and I'm not getting those. So it must mean that I'm not good. I now realize that when I was comparing myself to other people and their success compared to my level of success, I chose to make the fact that they were more successful at YouTube than me. I chose to make that mean that I just wasn't good enough. I chose to make it mean that my videos, my content wasn't as good as their content. One of the things that I have learned over the years of just being in this world and just learning about branding and online business and marketing is that the people that stand 10 toes down in their values, how they live their life, in the things that they say, the people that are like the most confident, those are the people that are able to attract the most the, the larger audiences and also the most loyal audiences. We all, we all want a piece of that. Like we all want to be able to 
just fully express ourselves, stand 10 toes down, be confident in what we're saying. That is what's going to attract like your community and your tribe. Right. And I was actually building a community and I just was, I, I just was, I did them a whole disservice because I was so busy caught up in what everyone else was doing that I wasn't even focused on perfecting the things that I was good at and the things that I was doing that were working and I wasn't even seeing it. Like I was totally ignoring it. So do not waste any time comparing yourself to other people, other creators, other YouTubers, because it's not going to end well for you. It's just not take it from me. And that brings me to my next mistake. Do you understand that when I was so busy comparing myself to other people, what that was also doing was making me afraid to be wrong. Like I was afraid to, to say the wrong thing. And I was afraid to, to, to not be able to, to, to make a video about something and be called out for not knowing everything about that subject by somebody. What I didn't realize was that I was an expert to the people who were watching my channel. I knew more about the things I was talking about than 98% of my audience. If I was a little bit off with a couple things, it didn't really matter because one, it wasn't my intention to, to give out wrong information or anything like that. And I could always make another video explaining, oh, my bad guys, I was wrong about this, but let me tell you the real information. At the same time, because I was afraid to be wrong, like I would do extra research that a lot of people who were putting out information around fitness and health and putting their videos on YouTube were not doing at all. And it was very clear. It didn't matter because they, they just kept it moving. They just kept going. They just kept going, getting better at making their videos and things like that and kept growing their brand. But me, I was too afraid to just be wrong and, 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 and be called out. And it's all these like irrational fears that I had in my head, but they literally affected the growth of my channel because I just kind of stopped making videos. Cause I was like, Ooh, I'm kind of afraid to say that. Or there were certain things that I, certain topics that I knew I could talk on, that I knew I could, I had a valid opinion on, and I just wasn't sharing that. So one, that was selfish because I wasn't helping the people who needed help, and that was why I started my YouTube channel in the first place. But two, I really could have shared some really great knowledge and truth about those subjects, and I had people who could have came to me for, uh, for advice, they were going other people who were leading them the wrong in the wrong direction. So don't do that. Like, why are we so afraid to be wrong? And of course I can link it back to childhood and all that kind of stuff, but I'm a grown woman. Okay. It's, it's on me. And these are things that have affected the growth of my brand. And that's why I am so passionate about sharing them with you so that you don't make the same mistakes I did. This was definitely a fumble the bag mistake. This was, this was the whole fumble the bag. I fumbled the bag y'all. I fumbled the bag. You know why? Because I was not focused on building my email list. Okay. I was just creating videos. I was more focused on being a YouTuber than an entrepreneur, than a quote unquote YouTubepreneur. I was more focused on being popular than being paid. Whereas right now, I'm more focused on being paid than being popular. So my strategy right now is totally different than it used to be. It is more healthy for me as well because it's like, look, I have digital products to help people with their branding and helping them to create content so that they're able to build their brands and their businesses, right? So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm not waiting for a thousand subscribers and 4,000 watch hours to get monetized and be part of the YouTube partner program. I am not waiting to have all this 
you know, extra engagement. Like I'm not waiting for all of these new subscribers and views and I'm not waiting for any of that, okay? I have my ducks in a row with my business now so that when I do get that attention and I am creating content right now intentionally, okay, to share my expertise and to showcase my expertise and I'm doing that consistently on a consistent basis so that when my people, when my audience, when my ideal clients find my channel, they have content to binge on. They have content to really get to know me, to get to know, like, and trust me, to get to really like, see if they determine if they actually really care for me, if they really rock with me. I'm creating content for my specific target audience right now, okay? Not everybody. Like, I am not doing that anymore. I'm not playing that game. That is the game that causes burnout. That's the game that stresses you the heck out. And that is the game that will make you neglect building your email list. So yeah, major fumble the bag mistake. 